Well, we're live in studio with uh, Gary Rabine here on the WMAY Morning News Feed. I'm Greg Bishop at 737 now in the capital city. You can contact me, bishoponair at gmail.com. You can also uh, find me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Just search out Bishop on Air. Uh, Mr. Rabine, thanks for taking time with us this morning and uh, heading over to the studio. How are you doing? Greg, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me today. I appreciate Good to it. Hear. Good to hear. So uh, you're in town um, doing uh, doing what exactly? What brought you to Springfield? Well, you know what? Uh, we were at the uh, the awesome Lincoln Day dinner last night. I mean, what, what an amazing 1,500 people. Candace Owens and uh, what, you know, what a great group of people there. I don't think I've seen a Lincoln Day dinner that big ever. I saw pictures uh, from last night while I was uh, trying to relax from a long day, uh, but uh, I was, yeah, a, a sea of people, uh, no question about it, uh, so they definitely had a good fundraiser last night. Uh, but Candace Owens, of course, a pretty controversial figure. Uh, she's been criticized here locally for some of the things she's had to say. Uh, what were some of the main takeaways you brought from uh, her speech last night? You know what? Uh, I know Candace Owens. I, I'm, I'm very close to Charlie Kirk. I, I was part of uh, the start startup of Turning Point USA and Charlie Kirk, and and I was around Charlie when he hired Candace, and he hired Candace because uh, he needed somebody very strong next to him to to talk about the message of free enterprise. Why why freedom and free enterprise is so important in our college campuses, and and why socialism and communism is so darn dangerous, right? So. Candace was a per- perfect fit because she had been a Democrat all her life and realized at one point that boy, this isn't the right this isn't the right movement. This Democratic movement. She's a very smart girl, of course, and uh, and became a, a Republican, a conservative, and and boy, she's she's got a lot to talk about when she talks about who she was before, who she is today, and what she sees in in, in our country, the movement she sees in our country. She's a, she's a, she's really afraid of it, right? And so she's just passionate about about about. Uh, what she what she uh, believes in, and boy, you gotta love you gotta love it. I, don't, I think she's you know controversial. I guess anybody t- that, that speaks their, their their mind sometimes can be that. But uh, I I, look, I I think she's a she's a great kid. Well, what do you think makes her so controversial? Because uh, it seems that you know she's uh, somebody that people just want to hate on. Uh, they want to bring up uh, tweets that she may have shared, maybe take it out of context or uh, try to characterize it one way or the other. Why do you think that is? I, I think that's what people do. If people, if people really believe that, uh, you know, this country is terrible and they, they really believe that, uh, you know, that, that, that uh, this, this, uh, fr- you know, free, this freedom thing, this free speech stuff is, is bad or, or, or this uh, capitalist uh, country that we built is so bad. I mean, they, they got to attack people like Candace. She's a threat to them. Uh, you know, she, she's just a threat to, to anybody that believes that Marxism is OK or socialism is OK. And there's a lot of those people out there, unfortunately, that uh, I can't imagine why. But there's a lot of those people out there. We're talking with Gary Rabine. He is a Republican running for the nomination for uh, the governorship uh, here on the WMAY morning news feed. Uh, so, uh, Gary, again, thanks for being in the studio with us. Uh, for people who aren't familiar with you, uh, give us a little bit of background, who you are. Tell us about your family. Tell us about your business and why you decided to run for governor uh, against a, a billionaire. Yeah, you know what? First off, I'm, I'm a father of four great kids. Um, I'm a uh, grandfather of two and another one on the way. I'm a husband of, uh, of an amazing wife that uh, was my partner for 35 years. She passed away 
uh, uh, last fall. Sorry but, uh, uh, you know, so that's first who I am. I love God. I love God. We're, we're a strong Catholic Christian family. Um, and then and I, and I love entrepreneurship. I've, I've been building businesses since I was very young and uh, out of high school, got into the paving business and built a paving business from very small to uh, from, from, from really nothing to a very small residential paving company, eventually to a, a, a parking lot paving company that paid parking lots all over Illinois. And then today, uh, a parking lot paving company that pays parking lots in every place in the country. And over this time, I've learned a lot about uh, the best, you know, good states, bad states to do business in, and good states and bad states to uh, culturally also. So I'm I, as as I've grown our businesses in the, across the country, I've seen Illinois go from the best to the worst in so many ways, and I'm sick. I'm sick over it. So I'm very passionate that that, that Illinois should be the best state in the middle of the greatest country in the world. And we're not there right now. I, I believe we were once there not long ago, and we got to get back to it. The past year has been uh, really taxing for uh, essentially everybody. Uh, COVID-19 uh, reared its head, and uh, we had a statewide stay-at-home order. We had kids told to stay home. Uh, they couldn't go to in-person education. Uh, we're now a year and close to a, a six months into this. Uh, things have been lifted. You know, We've got uh, the State Board of Education saying kids have to be back in school in the fall. We've got the governor lifting the mask mandate for uh, fully vaccinated individuals. Um, if you were in the governor's position January of 2020, February of 2020, um, how would you have handled all of this? Yeah, so, you know, as, as, a, as a person that's, that's an entrepreneur, if you're going to be great at whatever you do, you better collaborate with people all over the country, all over the world to say, who's doing it great? Who's, who's, who's awesome at this thing, whether it's parking lots or the things we've done, parking lots, roofing, the different businesses that we have. Collaboration is the key to success. And you don't look at who's, who's far left, who's far right when you collaborate. You look at the best minds in the country and the world, hopefully, right, to figure out problems and get through problems. When, when you don't collaborate, in my opinion, with people that, that think different than you, Boy, you know what? You're missing out on a lot. And so I believe in January, February, you know, February, March, April, when this thing got heated up, um, if our governor would have collaborated with the governors across the country, he wouldn't have done what and, and actually had an open mind. He wouldn't have done what he did. I mean, we look at the look at the states that, 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 have, that understood the danger of this. Right. And, and use safety and common sense. Look at those states. I mean, we can we can name them all. Right. Our neighbor, our neighbors, for one, when you look at Indiana, Iowa. But, you know, Tennessee and Texas and, 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 and Florida, these places didn't crush their economies. They didn't they didn't they didn't eliminate education, basically, basically, you know, basically eliminate education for their kids in many cases. Right. Like we did. Um, they were they were common sense smart and we were not. So in my opinion, collaboration with the, with the with the governors across the country, left and right, Democrats and Republicans would have been the key to this. But we had a governor, in my opinion, that really believed he's the smartest person in the room made decisions that he thought were the best decisions based on his, his, his uh, team that all think alike, right? And that's a dangerous thing. So, I mean, I, I believe we, we did a lot of damage to the education system. We did a, lot of, a ton of damage to small business and jobs across our state. Put our state in a position where uh, we are not as competitive as we were even a year and a half ago. And we weren't doing great then, okay? So, so we, need to, we need to build back this state. We, we, never, we should never shut down our schools again. We should never pick and choose winners and losers in small business again, because I believe we, th- this has put us in a place right now where we've got a hole to dig out of. I don't care. The federal government can give us $20, $30, 40000000000 billion. It doesn't matter. Our hole is so big that, that it's going to take job creation. It's going to take build, rebuilding families, family culture that we're, that we're, that we're hurting right now uh, to get people to, to want to stay in this great state of Illinois. 
Uh, my, my, my slogan is paving the way. I'm a paving guy, right? My slogan is paving the way to stay. And we, we're, we, we need to get people who first stay, want to stay here, build their families here, start their businesses here, and build jobs here, right? And, and I'm confident that, I, that I've, I've got a keen eye on, on what we've got to do to do that. We're talking with Gary Rabine. He is a Republican candidate for the nomination for governor, uh, the 2022 uh, election in November. But, of course, we've got a primary in March that uh, we've got to get through as well. Uh, and you've got several different ca- candidates in that race thus far. Uh, it's right here with the WMAY morning news feed at 745. So what sets you apart from the other candidates that are in the Republican field right now? Great question. You know what? Here, here's what sets me apart. I, I believe we, we, we align at this point, the, the people running against me, from what I understand. Uh, you know, I've met, I met Paul, met Darren. They, they're, they're nice guys. Darren Bailey and Paul Schimpf. Yeah, and, and uh, I, I look at them, you know, they're, they're God-loving, family-loving, uh, Second Amendment-loving, right? They're, they're, they love the Constitution. That's so important, right, for somebody leading our state. Um, but but I but I believe my my uh, differentiator is that that I've got a keen eye on on good states and bad states when it comes to job creation across the country. As I've built my businesses to serve our customers everywhere in the country, I get it. I understand why why people are leaving and why my businesses shouldn't even be here today. Right. Um, I I also have watched the taxation and the, and regulation in our state. In the last 15 years, we went from being being kind of an average state when it comes to regulation, right, and 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 pol- policy that hurts jobs. We were kind of average back back 2006, 2007. We become the worst when it comes to, comes to regulations against jobs. Uh, and when it comes to taxation, we become the worst, which is crazy, right? We're kind of average, a little over, a little worse than average back 2006 and 7 when it came. When you add up all the taxation on on an Illinois homeowner or an Illinois citizen, today we're the we're the worst. For you know, for, to the worst now. That's it's embarrassing, and uh, and I believe these have to these things have to change. The families really really are, are rewarded for being here, and job creators are rewarded for being here. So 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 my so so the difference for me is 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 my my eye on job creation, understanding what it takes to create jobs, and and understanding taxation. We got to crush property taxes, and I've and I've seen it done across the country. It can be done here. When it comes to uh, the state's political makeup, uh, we've seen uh, recently uh, a Republican businessman come into the state house uh, and a lot of headbutting with the former House Speaker. Uh, and I covered the state house during that time. We had a uh, a, a long budget impasse, uh, and uh, it wasn't much ground being made in addressing some of the issues you're bringing up. If you were to get into the governorship. And the Democrats still had a majority, uh, even a supermajority even. How would you set yourself apart from former Governor Bruce Rauner, for instance? Yeah, so, so number one, I'm a different, different type of guy than, than uh, anybody that's, been, that's run before. Uh, you know, Bruce, uh, you know, was 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 a person that came from the private equities world. I think he had uh, uh, leverage in every deal he, he made. He, he he was the guy that that uh, you know, came from a point of leverage. I, I I'm I've, I've got to I've got to be a win win person. I'm dealing with in small businesses that we grow. We're looking for a win win always, and and I believe that we're in a better place than we've than we've been before. You know, when we look at the new leadership in Springfield, I believe these people want to do great things for the for the state of Illinois, and and uh, I'm optimistic that. That they understand the problems of Illinois, and and uh, uh, I've I've, re- I've reached across many times in my life to people that think different than me. I'm confident I, I can I can communicate and get things done. Um, we're, we've got to be hopeful that we can get uh, re- reduce this to a simple majority or, or not not a super majority, right? Or, or even win one of these. It'd be amazing, right? If you can win one of these, the House or the Senate. Um, 
but I'm, but I'm confident that uh, I've, I've negotiated all my life with people, and, and I'm, and I'm going to do a very good job at that. You're a Republican. Uh, you attended a, an event last night with a uh, firebrand conservative speaker. Um, what about some of those conservative uh, principles, those conservative issues? Is that something you would uh, focus on, or would you just you know steer towards economic recovery, you know, making it a, a positive place for jobs, or are those kind of one and the same? No, I think they are. I mean, the culture of a family is is, is being torn apart in our state. So, I mean, that, that's got to be a focus, right? We we can't allow the, the this uh, this this fa- fabric of this great state to be ripped apart as it is. When we look at our education system, when we look at uh, the safety of our of our communities, and the and the law enforcement bills are being passed, um, boy, that's that's these these things got to be looked at because we're we're going to be ruining the family. The families first. I mean, we, if, if, if you don't have people that want to stay here, it doesn't matter. You're not going to be able to bring jobs here. We've got, we've got over eight million jobs. I think you, you know you've probably seen this in the last week. It came out over eight million jobs unfilled in our country, the most ever in the history of our country. Why? Because we're we're paying people to stay home, a bonus to stay home, right? And God bless these people. It's, not, it's, a, it, it's a decision most people would make, especially when their kids are out of school. They want to be with their kids. They should be, right? They should want to be with their kids if they can, especially if they're getting a bonus to stay home, right? And then be with their kids. We got to get kids back to school, right? And then we got to get people back to work. This, this bonus is, is crazy when you got 8 million jobs out there available. And in Illinois, you know, we're, we're, uh, we're at the highest level as well. It's, it's hundreds of thousands of jobs that need to be filled. And boy, what a great opportunity for people to find the career of their future now compared to any other time in history. So would you, uh, if you were governor right now, would you end the uh, federal boost for unemployment and uh, also lift a waiver that says uh, people don't have to seek work in order to get the benefit? Absolutely. You know, the, the, we, we, we are the lowest unemployment in, in history for the, for the black community, as well as we're very close to that for, for everybody in our country just, just a short time ago, a year and a half ago, right? Uh, less than a year and a half ago. And, and so that means people want to work, right? It doesn't mean people, people want to work. Let's get them to work. And, and the dignity to work is a great thing. If I, didn't, if, I, if, if I was able to get unemployment as a young guy when I first started my business, I, I probably wouldn't have worked in the wintertime as I did, right? But I think that the, the work that I did in the wintertime gave me more experience and, and more, of a, more of a thirst to, to, to for, for the dignity of work and, and, and earn, a, earn a living for my family. Um, if I got unemployment like I, like I couldn't because I was a self-employed person, um, I might have stayed home in the wintertime. Maybe not learned as much about the businesses that I, that I, I, I now, you know, we, we now build. So I think it's a bad thing. I, if, I think unemployment's for a reason, and, and you need it for, for those people that can't find anything. But boy, you sure ought to be looking for jobs, and we shouldn't be incentivizing people not to look for jobs, right? What about uh, other COVID-19 related things that we're seeing? Of course, the, the, the masks have been lifted for people who are vaccinated, but a lot of people are uh, concerned about uh, vaccine proof, right? Yeah. Uh, the governor says he's not going to mandate uh, vaccine proof in the state of Illinois, though he's leaving that up to private businesses. Where do you stand on this, this, this debate of uh, vaccine certification, vaccine passports, and even uh, comparing that to private business rights? Yeah, you know, it bothers me a lot because here, number one, I had the, the, you know, COVID in, in December, got the antibodies. Um, from everything I'm reading and seeing from both sides of the coin, I'm, I'm more safe than somebody that's received the vaccine, right? But they're not talking about that. We're just talking about people that have, well, guess what? People that have had this vaccine aren't guaranteed they're not going to get COVID. Actually, they're, they're, there's good odds that they'll get it again. So, so the, this is craziness. We, we, the FDA has not even approved this vaccine. Okay, Four, Over 4,000 people have died. And normally, if, the, if it's FDA approved, if five people die, a black label goes on this. I've just learned this recently. Black label about death goes on this, right? If, if 50 people die, they stop it. Okay, 4,000 people, over 4,000 people so far have been recorded to die from this. 
This is craziness. That you're, you're, we're, we're demanding a non-FDA-approved vaccine. I think it's dangerous for business to do this or anybody to do this. It's going to be a liability in the future that they that they never could imagine. Uh, Gary Rabine here with the WMAY Morning News Feed just for uh, a, f- a few more moments. Uh, and gosh, we're right up against the clock. So I guess you know we're going to have to continue the conversation uh, more in the future. But before we do let you go, tell us how we can find out more information about you, how we can follow along with you, and what the next steps are. Yeah, so Rabine for, gov- for governor.com. Rabine for governor.com uh, is where we're at. And uh, you know, keep up with us. I'm going to be doing quick videos on a pretty much daily basis, talk about where we're at. We're going to hit this state hard. Um, I'm, I, I love work, and, I, and I'm going to be outworking everybody that's, uh, that's running against me, in my, in my opinion. Well, uh, we'll definitely see you soon. I would imagine uh, you're going to be back down here for the state fair. Uh, you're going right, to be back down here before then. Often. 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 All right. Yeah, I'm going to get, right. get on her often. <laughs> well, uh, looking forward to connecting again in the near future. Uh, Gary Rabine, a Republican running for governor here on the WMAY Morning News feed.